0: Happy New Year everybody. Welcome to uh, Church on the Lawn. It's a beautiful 2021. Goodbye 2020 and I'm so happy to see 2021. It's going to be the year that we all love to have. So let's worship the Lord and let's go to him right now. Here we go.
1: Let's worship the King. worship the King, that's right. Come let us bow at His feet, He has done great things. See what the Savior has done.
0: you have done great things. Great things 2021. So happy to see it here. And we're going to worship the Lord all year, all year long, right? We're going to, to, uh, those of you out in, uh, Facebook land and YouTube live, I want to say happy new year to you. And the church is so happy to have you with us. We're going to, uh, I'm going to do another song here for you called good, good father. That's who you are, right? That's who he is. That's right. That's who he is.
1: Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of you. who you are it's who you are and I'm loved by you it's who I am it's who I am it's who I am and you're perfect in all of your ways you're perfect in all of your ways you're perfect in all of i no.
0: good father. It's who he is. It's who I am. It's who he is. He's always here for us. He's, he's our, our good, good father.
1: darkness you give hope you restore every heart that is broken and great are you Lord it's your breath in our love
0: announcements now come on up
2: praise the Lord hi everybody good morning happy new year everyone it's so good to see you all today we're moving into a new year but guess what God is still on the throne and that's what we have to look forward to that we're saved anointed of God we have his wisdom we have his presence He listens to us every day. So no matter what's going on around us, God is on the throne and he is leading us and guiding us to do his perfect will as we continue to pray um, to him. So anyway, I just want to thank you for coming today. We're glad to see you all here um, on the lawn, online, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining in today. Um, It's a beautiful day here on the lawn, and we thought it was going to be really cold, but it ended up being lovely. So um, uh, first of all, I just wanted to mention that today we're having the Youth and Young Adult Services online um, for Karen and Solly. Uh, They'll be talking about tap into the truth and how the Holy Spirit can help us do just that. And I believe they're on Instagram. Um, The other thing with the youth is um, regarding tapping into uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus said the Holy Spirit would guide you into all the truth, Uh, not just enough truth to get by, but he gives us all the truth. So youth and young adults, um, he, he has it, therefore. The wisdom of God is in his truth, and if you ever have a problem or you have a need, you can go right to them. So join in today at 12.30 to listen to Karen and Sully. The other thing is Charles is looking into the youth winter camp, most likely will be online. He will let us know, he'll give us an update next week. So I know you youth are really looking forward to our youth winter camp. Sorry, I'm getting used to what's happening today because just so you know, Charles is out today. Um, He has an earache, no COVID, just an earache, (laughs) and he's doing fine, so pray for him. Uh, The elementary and toddler lesson today is backed by popular demand after our Christmas break. Uh, Today, we'll be learning about the second week of our faith lesson, and you never know who's going to drop in and show up at 1230 here for our broadcast for the kids. You never know who's, oh, wait. Here comes hey. someone now. Hey, everybody. How
3: are you doing? Good to see you all. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm a happy
2: clown. You are? Tell us about why you're so happy. Well,
3: I'm, I'm a happy clown. I'm not a sad clown. I, I'm happy because I know the Lord, but I have to be careful. When I, when I go to the circus, I have to be careful because if I get too close to the lions and the tigers, I'll be a happy meal. A
2: happy meal, ha 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 ha! Did you guys get that one? <laughs> He's a happy meal. <laughs> so tell us, what brings you here today,
3: Mister Clown? Well, Commander Marianne, I know you're doing a lesson today in the youth, uh, or the children's. Yes. About a boy who's believing to uh, have a birthday clown come to his party. Hmm. So I, I was thought I would come and surprise him. Wow, you're really cool. Did someone call you up and tell you about it? No, actually I was praying. You know, clowns, they pray. They're not always clowning around. They sometimes they pray. I, I do everything that everybody else does except I don't cook. Why? Why don't you cook? Well, I cook, but people say it tastes funny. <laughs> but the Lord was telling me to come here, so I'm coming here by his direction.
2: Well, um, that sure is nice of you about the little boy, Mr. Clown.
3: I'm sure he'll be surprised. Yeah, I feel that if you believe in faith for something, God will talk to someone else and make it appear. Because the Bible says that uh, though you don't see it, God is working to make it come to pass.
2: That is wonderful that you're being used by God in faith, just what we're talking about today. So it must feel good for you to uh, be obedient to the Lord.
3: I do feel good about it. I feel like I'm doing something for the Lord. And so come. Don't tell anybody. It's a a secret. But come at 1230 on Facebook or YouTube, and we'll surprise the boy, okay? Amen. Thank you, Mr. God bless you, everybody.
2: Bye. See you later. My husband, when I met him, he was doing children's church, so he loves it. He still loves it. Um, so anyway, um, for all of you out there, we want to thank you for giving to the church, to the ministry, and uh, we would like to remind you that you can give online today at newheartforyou.com/give-online. And Bill is going to put it up on the screen so you can see. Um, TheNewHeartForYou.com slash give slash online. And you can also give here today if you're here on the lawn. There's a red box over there for offerings. And also you can mail it to the church to 380 East Covina Boulevard, Covina, California, 91772. So everybody, again, thank you for being here. God is with us. God is for us. And we're going to have Ron come up now and uh, minister to us again.
0: Lord your mercy never fails me When all of my days Held in your hand The moment that I wake up Until I lay my head I will see The
1: goodness of God And all my life you have been In all my life I have been so good And with my breath that I am able I will sing the goodness of God Love you, Lord moment that I wake up until I lay my yeah, I will sing the goodness of God
0: To those words now.
1: Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Your goodness is running after. Your voice, you led me through the fire, the darkest night, closer than no other. I know you as a father. Is running after Running after me One more time now Your goodness is running after Running after me I lay down, I surrender now I will give you everything Your goodness is running after running after me.
3: Praise the Lord. Good to have Brother Ron here with us to usher in the presence of the Lord. It is so good to know that uh, we can offer a praise unto him. Even in the midst of COVID, even in the midst of what we're going through, our praises still are lifted up to him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let me pray with you right now. Father, we thank you that as we are coming out of 2020, we're going into a new year, a new chapter in our lives, a new uh, time where we can spend time with you and overcome the situations that we're facing. We thank you, Lord God, that your presence is with us always. You said you would never leave us or forsake us. So we pray for those that are, are down with the virus, that are struggling, believing to get their complete and total health. We pray for Brother uh, Ray and Brother Rudy, that they would come off ventilators, that they would be strong, and that they would have glory and give glory unto God for what he has done in their lives, that there'll be new people, changed and uh, Lord will have a and enjoy a great testimony from them we thank you for those that have lost members and, or have family members that are not feeling well we pray Lord God that you would strengthen them encourage them and believe in you during their difficulties in Jesus name we pray and all agreed said amen I want to pray also that we have a great 2021 you know a lot of people say well it's going to be dark it's not going to be so uh, rosy but we know that God can work all things together for our good. So, Father, I just thank you that you impart to us your spirit, your wisdom, your guidance for the upcoming year. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're believing for a better year. You know, we've had many tragedies and unfortunate situations that we've had to face this year. But, you know, all throughout history, even church history, we've seen how the children of God have had to overcome situations that were not pleasant. And it looked like they were in dire straits. But God always came through. He was the one that was our deliverer, no matter what we're facing. Amen? It's like today. You know, God is on our side. We know he's on our side. Psalms 23 says what? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack or I shall not want any good thing. He makes me to sit down uh, in uh, makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He restores my soul. These are things that God said he would he has promised to us. He wants to give to us and we have to believe that what God has promised he's able also to fulfill. Amen. Now for those of us that are going into 2021 it says in Psalms 23 surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We're looking forward to that where God's mercy and his goodness is with us wherever we go. So with that in mind, we have to know that we're in a fight here on earth. Did you know that? Yeah. It, 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 it's us against the evil forces of the enemy that comes to try to destroy us and take us down. But I got a, a good, good uh, encouragement for you all. We're winners. The, it's already been decided. The fight is fixed. God said we have the victory in Christ Jesus. Amen? So whatever you're facing, you have to know and believe that God is with you. He's for you. And he's going to deliver you. Amen? As it says in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, we know that scripture. God was making a promise to Solomon and all those that follow him. He said, If my people, who are called by na- my name, shall humble themselves, pray, and seek my face, I will hear from heaven, and I will heal their land, and I will forgive them of their sins. God has a promise for us. God said, I will hear from heaven. He said, I'm looking out, and I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you come to me. And so there's four things there we see. A fourfold commitment. He says, if we humble ourselves. What does that mean? That means not dependent on our own selves, but dependent on the Lord. We can't just think that we can do all that we need to do in our own strength. We we need the Lord on our side. Remember in James 4, 17, it says, uh, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. We need his grace during this time. We need God to come in and give us his guidance and his uh, favor to accomplish the things that we need to do. The kingdom of God has not stopped. God is still wanting to reach out and touch those that need to know about him. Amen? And he says we must pray. In Luke 17, it says men ought to always pray. Luke 18, men ought to always pray, not faint, lose heart, and give up. So we need to continue to pray no matter what we're facing because God is going to uh, show his hand mighty. And uh, when we pray, we invite him into the situation, into our situation. We don't pray he stands back and sees uh, how we can do on ourselves. And it also says now seek his face. Are we seeking his face or are we seeking things? God wants us to seek his face, just like Moses said. I want to see your glory. The Apostle Paul says, I want to know you and the power of your resurrection. Amen? So we have to do that. We have to seek the Lord and turn from our wicked ways. What does that mean, Pastor Chuck? Well, you know, that means live a holy life. Do the right things before the Lord because the Lord is watching and he wants to empower us to be a difference in this world. We have to be a difference. And so you say, well, I don't do anything wicked, Pastor Chuck. Well, you know, when you spend time with the Lord, he gets acquainted with you. He gets to know you. He, get, he gets to uh, depend or look forward to you. And when you're not there, he misses you. And so all the distractions that we have are like wickedness because it, 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 it separates us from God. So we want to draw near to God. Praise God. So what happens when we as a people... We as a church, we as a nation, do these things. The Bible said he will hear from heaven, forgive us our sins, and forgive our uh, or heal our land. Isn't that good news? For our families, for our nations, for our cities, for our church, he's going to heal us. He's going to mend us. We're going to get through this, and we're going to look back and say, wow, that was something. But God is good, amen? So we have to make a difference. You know, a lot of people are frantic during this time. A lot of people are... Are you know not at ease? They have a lot of anxiety. We are the difference makers. We can talk to them and make a a difference in their life and show them that we have the peace that passes all understanding. Amen. And so this is a good time to witness to people. And I found out it's not a time to argue. It's not time to bring division. We need to make, be peacemakers, as much as life in us make be peaceful to all men. So I hear their arguments. I hear what they say. I listen. I give them my view. But I'm not trying to, you know, win them over, per se. I'm trying to plant seeds so that the Lord will minister to them, and they'll see the truth. That's what we're looking for, isn't it? The truth. Praise God. So we have to be the difference in this world. We are co-workers with him. We're co-laborers. God wants to use us to reach out and touch those that we are uh, in contact with. Now, last week we talked about going over to the other side. Let's Let's switch gears a little bit. We hear his promises. He wants to give us things that we need to have to accomplish what we what he wants us to do in this life. And, but there's always obstacles that we have to look at. We have to speak to those obstacles. We have to speak to the wind, speak to the sea. And the Bible says in Mark 11:23 23 and 24, whosoever shall say unto this mountain. So there's a whosoever here. Are you, any any whosoever's out there? Whosoever shall speak to this mountain And say, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So we see a whosoever, and we see a whatsoever. So we got whosoever, and now you got to get a whatsoever. And whatsoever are you facing? What are the things that you need to have happen in your life? And I found out that situations that come, we need to speak to them. We need to speak to the mountain. And and cast them into the sea. I know when I had that lymphoma, uh, I spoke to it and I commanded it to leave my body. And when I went to the doctor, he said, "Well, where did it go?" I said, "I cast it into the sea." You know, Mary Ann sometimes she'll have a pain in her leg or knee or whatever, and so I would speak to it and I would command it to go, and it would go. But just the other week, she had a headache, and I said, "Well, I'm not going to speak to." Roughly, because it you know, might upset her, her hearing, her ears. So I just said, Lord, I command healing in the name of Jesus. And she came back after a while. And she said, it didn't go away. I go, okay, stand back, okay. <laughs> let's blast this thing out. You know, sometimes you can only do what you know how to do. So I said, put your fingers in your ears and let's command it to go in Jesus' name. Pain, I command you to leave this body in Jesus' name, and you know what? It went away. Amen? Amen? So sometimes you have to... The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violent, but the violent take it by force. What does that mean? That means we have to be aggressive. We have to be passionate. We have to be determined to make sure it happens as it was promised to us. I was reading about this guy named Curry Blake. Actually, it was a video. And what a testimony he had when uh, his daughter was seven years old, she was playing upstairs and fell out of a two-story window. Now, I don't know how that happened, but anyway, the screen you know, flopped, flopped out, and she fell out and fell onto the driveway. And so he came in. He hears this big crash, and there's his daughter laying on the driveway, and she was dead. She had, she had killed. She was killed. And so he picked her up, and he said... You'll not die. You'll live and not die. I command life into this body in the name of Jesus. And all the family came running into the driveway, and they were crying, and they were weeping, and they were wailing. And he said, wait a minute. If you're not in faith, go back into the house. And so he began to continue to speak to that body and say, body, you'll come alive in the name of Jesus. He did this for 25 minutes. He didn't stop. He said, if it wasn't his daughter, he probably would have stopped. But he said, I need to bring this baby back to life, this child. And so nothing happened. So he went upstairs. He took the baby upstairs. And in his room, he put her up against the wall and commanded life. I command life to come into this body. And he did that for 20 more minutes. That's 45 all total. How many of you would do that? How many of you are passionate enough to do that? Well, he did, and it was a testimony to us because at the end of that time, after 45 minutes, all of a sudden he said it was like someone punched his daughter in the stomach and pff, she went like that and spit out some blood and said, Daddy, I'm hungry. Look at that. That's what God says. We have to be passionate. We have to be determined. God expects us to move out on his word. So whatever situation you're facing with your kids, with your family, with your relatives, with your finances, with your health, speak to it. Speak to that mountain and cause it to leave, amen? God says we have to have his faith, his kind of faith. He spoke the wor- word, world into existence by his word. So guess what? He wants us to speak our world into existence by his word. If he spoke it and we speak what he spoke, it's just like him speaking it. Amen. When you command it, God says, I'll back you, I'll be behind you, and I'll support what you're saying. I, I was talking to Margaret last week after our service, and we were talking about this speaking to a mountain, speaking to situations. And I said, Margaret, have you ever seen this scripture? And I I, I pulled it up. It's Isaiah forty five, verse eleven. Brother Bill's gonna put it up on the screen. But uh, When you read it, you say, is this really true? Is this really in the Bible? In Isaiah 45, verse 11, New King James Version, it says, Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his Maker, ask me of things concerning my sons, and concerning the work of my hands, you command me. In King James it says, command ye me. In other words, God's saying, you want something done? Talk to me about it. Tell me what you're thinking, and I'll make it come to pass. Just command, make a command, and I'll back you up with my hands. Praise God! Well, you say, "This? How could this be? We can't command God. No, but we're on one plane with Him. We're on one uh, thinking with Him. We're we're together with Him." The Bible says in First Second uh, Corinthians six one it says, "We are workers together with Him." Amen. He's in heaven. We're here. He's supposed to. He he's he's following us and by the words that we say, he, he backs us up. In 1 Corinthians 3, 9 says, we are laborers together with God. And so we have to know that. Now, the common word there is together. You have to be thinking the same way God's thinking. And husbands and wives, you know that. You, you do that. You can, you can be thinking about one thing and the other person says, well, what about this? I know a lot of times we're driving in the car just this week. I was thinking about, well, when should we set up for children's church? I was just thinking it in my mind, and my wife speaks it out of her mouth. She says, well, when do you want to set up for children's church? We're on the same plane. We're thinking the same thing. Praise God. When I meet a stranger, I keep asking the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to approach this? How can I get uh, your message across to them? And so I'm hearing the person talk, but I'm listening to the Lord, waiting for him to tell me and give me direction. Praise God. And I heard this from a martial arts uh, teacher. He said... Usually, martial arts people have two or three really good moves. And what they do is they just jockey around the person and get them into a position where they can get them with that one or two or three moves that they have. So I'm just getting a person through their conversation to a point where I can ask them the, the big question. You know what it is, Cecilia? If you died today, would you go to heaven? And they always answer, yes, no, I don't know, I hope so. Who can tell? And I said, I can tell you. The Bible already says what we can do. It says if we ask Jesus into our heart and make him Lord of our lives, we will have everlasting life. Amen? Yes. Praise God. So the best example of this. Are you ready for this? What, what, here, you know, this is not a man be pamby, a wishy-washy message. This is not like, well, whatever the Lord wills. You know, que sera, sera. You know, we'll just leave everything up to, to the Lord. No, God wants us to take authority in this earth. He says, I have given you the dominion over the works of my hands. We are in charge, praise God. God is working with us, praise God. So the best example of this is in Joshua. You remember Joshua First, he beat Jericho, right? This was the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. This was the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. Yeah, that was a great victory. He followed, they, they followed the command of the Lord. Then they went to Ai, and they got beat. They got really shellacked, kind of like Notre Dame uh, the other day. Praise God, amen. <laughs> but they found out they did something wrong. They, they, one of the guys went and captured one of the idols and put it in his, his tent. And God said, you got to find that guy. And they found him and they took his, the things that he took and everything they had. They put him in a big pile. They stoned him and his family and they burned all of his possessions. You talk about getting rid of the wickedness. That was it. So they regrouped. And God said, I want you to go and continue your fight. And five kings got together and said, we need to beat this guy, this Joshua guy. Let's get together, and we're going we're gonna to just have a, a marathon you know, fight. Just a, a whole multitude of people come and, and fight Joshua. And here's what God said to him. He said, don't be afraid of them. Same thing he says to us now. Don't be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you not one. That means everybody's going to be wiped out. It, isn't that a good promise? I, how would you like to go into work and all the people that were talking bad about you, God said, all of them are going to get fired. Hallelujah. They're all going to leave. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and it has happened in our career, my wife and mine and, and Charles's career, where people come against us and guess what? It's for some reason they quit or they get fired or they get transferred. God knows how to move people out of your way. So God says, don't worry about these people. Not one of them will be able to withstand against you. This was a promise God had given to Joshua. Why? They're on the same wavelength. They're on the same. They're on the same uh, principle, the same uh, promise, the same. Um, what do you call it? Message or the th- same thing that they're trying to do. They're they're trying to get rid of the enemy so that they can go into the promised land, right? Same mission. So Joshua, they get in the battle. Joshua is defeating the Amorites, but time was running out. The sun was going down, and all the Amorites were going to go into the the hills, into the forest, and they wouldn't be able to find them. It would be dark, because they didn't have light in those days. So uh, Joshua says, we need some more time. Have you ever been in a game, in a football game? You said, we can beat these guys, we just need some more time. Well, Joshua said... I'll do even one better. We need the sun to stop. He said, I'm going to stop the sun from going down and command the moon to stay where it is, and then we'll have time to beat the enemy. what, What kind of brashness is this? What kind of boldness is this? So on that day, the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel. Joshua said to the Lord, he didn't ask the Lord, He didn't pray to the Lord. Why? Because they're on the same team with the same mission, the same purpose. And in the presence of Israel, he says, Son, stand still over Gibeon and you moon over the valley of Ahajan. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. The sun stopped in the middle of the day for a whole day. Can you imagine that? Have you ever tried doing that? Yeah. Well, why was he able to do it? God says, command ye me. Tell me what you want. Let, we have the same purpose. We have the same mission. We have the same goal. Well, how are we going to do it? And I don't know why he would even think that was possible, but he did, and God backed him up. And I'm sure the guys that were running the Amorites were saying, man, this is a long day. When is the sun ever going to go down? Six hours, eight hours, getting tired. Oh, my gosh. Is this day ever going to end? And the Bible says there was never a day like it before or since, a day when the Lord listened to a man. Did you know the Lord will listen to you? He'll hear your cry, your prayer, your command. He says, command ye me." So the Lord was fighting for Israel. God miraculously provided 24 hours of light to to aid Israel in destroying their enemy. So we see God and man working together. You want to hear something else that's miraculous on that day? Well, Joshua was trying to kill these Amorites, but he couldn't get them all the way. And and, and so what happened was God said that they were losing, and he said, you know what? I'm going to rail and throw hailstones down on the soldiers that you're fighting. And the Bible says that more were killed by God's hailstones coming down on the soldiers than Joshua actually fighting and killing the enemy. Can you imagine that? God said, you know what, Joshua? You need some help. I'll help you from heaven. I'll throw some hailstones down. So you have to be careful. You know, a lot of times, you know, there's, soldiers around. They might even be around today. You have to be careful, you know, that, that these Amorites were were, were going around and, and you have to be careful because God said that he was gonna throw hailstones down on them. You guys see any? There, there's some? Well let me let me get some hailstones here. Let me get some hailstones here. I'll play God on Yeah Yeah yeah, he's down. He's dead. All right. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Amorite. <laughs> Don't you want God on your side like that? Amen. Now, what about, what, what about other examples? Can we look at some other examples? Sure. How about Moses and the Red Sea? Remember, Moses got to the Red Sea... He sees it, he sees that the Egyptians are coming after him. And he makes this, he stands and makes this great speech. He says, Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. These Egyptians which you see now, you'll never see them anymore. The Lord will fight for you. He and so you can hold your peace. And you know what God said? Quit jabbering, quit talking. Send the people across, and stretch forth your rod, and I'll open up the sea. Amen. Don't be t- don't be saying what God can. Do. I remember one time. This is true. True story. They're all true stories. But anyway, <laughs> I was at another church. They were seven thousand dollars behind on their bills, and so I wrote the checks and I put them on my desk, and I went to uh, San Diego with my wife for the weekend. And at times when I had time to pray, I would go outside and I would lay before the Lord in the grass. And I would say, Lord, I thank you that you just deliver us. You're you're the great God. You're you're the God that's more than enough. There's no one like you. You're the almighty God. We worship you. We thank you, Lord, for your provision. And after about a couple of hours, he says to me, get up. Get up. I said, yes. He said, what do you want? I go, oh, uh, I need this bill, these bills to be paid, these $7,000 bills to be paid. And he said, granted. I said, okay, that's great. I felt so good. I thought, my, uh, everything's going to be fine. I didn't know how it was going to work, but I just believed it was going to be fine. So I went to church that day. And after the service, the pastor came up to me and said, I want to show you this. A lady came and gave us a check for $10,000. I said, "Whoa, Lord, you're good. Amen? It's kind of like, and I can relate to this. If you go into a restaurant and you, you, the waiter comes to you and you tell him, you know, this is such a fine restaurant. I love it. I always come in here. He goes, okay, would you like anything to eat? Yes, I love the way you decorate. You know, the curtains and the cushions It's so nice. It's beautiful. It's really wonderful. Would you like something to eat? And the, friend, the, the people are so friendly. The, the, the restaurant people are, I'm so glad. Do you want something to eat? We can talk about how great God is. God says, command you me. Tell me, what do you want? And I'll do it for you. Praise God. Amen. So God couldn't move until Moses spoke, until Moses stretched forth his rod. And God can't move in your life until you start doing things and commanding things and speaking things into existence. And he'll make it come to pass. Praise God. Well, let's look at the life of Jesus. Just a couple more illustrations here. Jesus, did he... When he went to heal people, did he pray to the Father? No. He, he saw a man with a withered hand. What did he say? Stretch forth your hand and be whole. When he saw the paralyzed guy, he said, pick up your bed and walk. When he saw the blind person and asked him, what do you want me to do? He said, I want to see. He said, receive your sight. When they came to the tomb of Lazarus, He didn't say, okay, apostles, let's get together. Let's get a a prayer meeting going here. Let's believe that we can raise him up, okay? Grab hands, everybody. No, he just said, Lazarus, come forth. Praise God. We have to speak to situations. We have to command the things that God has given to us. Praise God. And what did he tell his disciples? He told them, go heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, Freely you have received, freely give. He didn't say, go pray for the sick. He said, go heal the sick. Speak to them. So, what, so, so Peter and John, when, he went, when they went out to the te- up to the temple in Acts 3, they saw a lame man who was lame from his mother's womb. And they, he asked for alms. And, G- and Peter and John said what? Silver and gold have I not, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the guy didn't rise up fast enough, so G- <laughs> Peter grabs him by the hand and lifts him up, and his ankle bones receive strength, and he began walking and leaping and praising God. No prayer here. He commanded something to happen. I mean, are you getting the picture? Get, we have to command situations to happen, praise God. So uh, Peter also, he was going through Lydia, and there was a man that was sick in his bed for eight years with the palsy. And Peter said to him, Ananias... Jesus Christ maketh thee well. Rise up and walk. He didn't even have to pray. He didn't even have to command. He just said, receive what God has already given us through Jesus Christ. Amen? We have to believe that we can receive from God. We don't need a a certain person, even a pastor. You can receive what you need where you're at. There was a story about a guy named John Lake. I don't know if you ever heard of him. But he was a, he was a healing uh, evangelist, and he was all throughout uh, Washington and Oregon, and he came down to Tucson, and he was popular, and so he wanted to start a church in Tucson. So his first day, he had 1,000 members. Isn't that cool? <laughs> and so he asked them, How many of you here need healing? And 800 people raised their hands. Wow. He said, I'm not going to pray for you, I'm going to minister. The word of God on healing for 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, whoever's not well or healed, I'll pray for you then. So at the end of one month, at the end of 30 days, guess how many people got healed? 770 people were healed. Only 30 didn't receive their healing. And then he prayed for them. Some it took a a week to get healed, some two weeks. But all of them got healed to the glory of God. Amen? Amen. What God has promised, he's able also to fulfill. Amen? So what are you saying, Pastor Chuck? We're saying we need to stand up and be bold as Christians this year. We have to declare what God has given us. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we pray according to his will, he hears us. And we know if he hears us, he gives us the petitions and the things that we've asked him for. Amen? So let's bow our heads and receive Uh, the things that he wants for us. So, Father, I just thank you that as we come before you today, there are things that we need in our life. There are situations that need to happen. And so you've given us power and authority, and you've given us the ability to speak out of our mouth the things that we need to have happen, that you will back us up. You said, command ye me concerning the works of my hands. So, Father, I thank you as we embark upon 2021 that we will see your hand work in our lives as we uh, step out and stand out in faith and believe for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, if you haven't accepted the Lord in your life, you said, I want to be a part of the family. I want that power. I want that ability to speak and have the Lord back me up. Uh, I am inviting you right now to accept the Lord in your heart. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness and be Lord and God to me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to rededicate your life, you can say the same prayer. Lord, receive me again into your fold, into your kingdom so that I can be precious and desirous in your sight. Thank you, Lord God, for washing me from all of my sins. Thank you for forgiving me and I thank you, Lord, that you'll be with me always, even until the end of time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, if you answered any of those uh, prayers, or if you would want prayer in another area, contact us at the office. I think there's a phone number there. You can call us, or you can just uh, contact us online. Give us a prayer request. We'll contact you. And we want to see a beautiful and better 2021 this year. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Close it up. Here we go. Who breaks the power of sin and
1: darkness, who loves mighty and much stronger, the King of glory, the King above all kings. the whole world in holy thunder, who leaves us breathless in heart and wonder, the King of glory, the King above our King, this is amazing grace. What you've done for me. Isn't that true. Who brings the chaos back into order? Who makes the orphan a son of daughter, the king of glory? The king above all king of the nations rule all For me Worthy is the Lamb Who was slain Worthy is the Lamb Who was slain Worthy King Who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb Who was slain Worthy is the King Who conquered the grave Worthy is the Lamb Hey mm-hmm.